From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. hey You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now it's cracking over cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brewery, the official beer. Pucks Out Podcast. Check them every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingos. Uh, it's always a great time over there. Uh, today we are continuing our preseason uh previews we've got the atlantic division part two we've got some news from in and out of uh the league we've got a joke of the week from our own backyard and much much more how are you doing this week bud i'm doing good bud how you doing bro good tired but good uh long day but i'm excited to be getting a beer excited to talk some sports and whatnot uh no doubt but 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 yeah yeah uh, another week, uh, another week down. Another week closer to the NHL season, which we're going to talk about a little bit. Uh, quick fit check. Just rocking my world, world uh, winner, my world classic, my winter classic hat, the dope ass hat. It's one of those, you know, those hats that just fit right. Yeah, like, you put you it on, you're like, this them. is a comfortable hat. Yeah, bro, and the, you, you gravitate back to them, even though you have so many. You try not to wear them, you know, multiple times. But yeah, I feel you. I feel you on that one. Uh, just to, you know. Just regular old shirt, bro, and then got the uh got went went old school with the cut 2016 Cubs World Series hat, bro. Nice, nice. Hey, you're repping a team uh that will stay in Chicago. I think uh, the White Sox are looking at moving out of Chicago here soon. They said. Were they even in Chicago? Do they? You know, they're on the south side of Chicago. So, well, ah, I mean, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's yeah. I mean, you know, I. I don't I don't really know the history of the White Sox, you know, like how long they've been there, all that kind of stuff. Obviously, there's some, you know, definitely some diehard Chicago, you know, Sox fans. So, uh we will see if they uh if they get up to move before, you know, Oakland does, you know, like ugh. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. Right now the the two options for the White Sox, I just did a quick look up. A, they would move in this Soldier Field while something gets built. But the two options are uh, ba moving out of uh guaranteed rate field when they're at least they're uh into that twenty eight uh moving out to Arlington Heights I think they said or to Nashville. Hey, I'll take it, dude. So either somewhere Come else in Chicago in. or Nashville, which is I'll be a Sox <laughs> fan, bro. I'll be a Sox fan. Let's go. Yeah, I got plenty yeah. of White Sox, uh, dude. This is sick. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking sad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but all right let's uh let's jump straight into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards all right we have 21 days for those of you that don't know that is three weeks. Three weeks until NHL puck drop. I had to do the math in my head real quick. I was like, wait, is that four weeks? No, that's three weeks. Um, so, yeah, we are getting ever closer to the best time of the year. Uh, we also have some new information about the Mike Babcock uh, phone gate situation. Yeah. Uh, if you want to give us a little update on that. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, I, We always said, yeah, potentially more to it uh you know babcock has not proven himself trustworthy thus far so um so but we i felt like we went you know middle of the ground and we maybe we don't have enough information um a lot of what is followed up on is uh by them you know after this kind of happened and the podcast comes out again uh uh, they recorded the initial podcast that reported about Babcock on on a, on Sunday. Biz asked for uh for a couple more sources Monday before he felt comfortable releasing it Tuesday. 
Both Whitney and Biz uh, had several current and former players verify what was being reported was true. There was no ambiguity that this happened. Reading the tea leaves, some some firsthand sources they had were from rookies, young players. Both guys kept saying, telling an 18-year-old to hand you their phone is such a horrible abuse of your power dynamic. Shitty stuff. Biz was surprisingly on a Blue Jackets defensive position this podcast. He made two pleas. First, he asked the media to stop asking the players these questions. Uh, it happened in the offseason. It was addressed in the offseason. You can't bother these players all year about it. They, uh, they didn't do anything wrong. Second, he took offense to Whitney saying uh, Jarmo should get canned, said he didn't like Jarmo's statement, but that Jarmo has a big heart and took a big leap giving a guy a second chance and shouldn't lose his job for it. I think that that's a fair statement, right? I mean, you know, hire somebody bad, yeah. you know. Uh, most surprisingly, apparently several of these incidents happened at Babcock's house, which was way different than the original telling of you come into your workplace boss's office type of deal. Uh, and then you go to a completely different shift of come over to my home where I hold all of the cards type of deal. That does kind of change it up for me. Uh, and at least one of these incidents reported by reported to by Whitney, a young player was invited for lunch, told to take out his phone, had Babcock flip through his photos, then told him to leave without lunch. <laughs> uh, so very sociopathic, uh, esque type of deal. Uh, uh, an interesting point that Whitney made aside from, you know, any obvious partying pics, pics of girlfriends, you know, whatever, uh, private life, you know, a player being in the closet. Now, uh, that is, that is something that in the hockey world is definitely very difficult to go through. We've talked with, uh, with hockey players that, that kind of had to experience that in the past. Uh, so absolutely. Even if, you know, we can all say, oh, well. It's 2023. It's going to be all good. We're not, we're not living inside the locker rooms with those guys type of deal. So, yeah. um, yeah, I mean, you don't want to show your phone, you know, your phone photos on your phone are private and should remain that way. Uh, unless otherwise, you know, you decide to share them. Uh, some other stories about Babcock was shared. One older player who hasn't quite cracked the NHL yet said he was sitting on the bench uh, in an empty arena, tapping his taping his stick before the final preseason game in Anaheim. Babcock came in, sat next to him, and said something along the lines, this is pretty amazing, isn't it? When the player agreed, uh, Babcock said, soak it in. It's the last time you'll ever be on an NF in NHL bench. Uh, hmm. What? Um, All right, okay. so to offer a little bit of clarification on that last bit, listen, Babcock's a monster not defending him but that last thing right there was was a quote from when during the lockout when ahl players were playing and an a he went up to an ahl player and apparently he said it in jest and no. he but now it's still a dickish no. thing to say to so honestly bobby player. i've lost i've lost more respect for you trying to bring that weak ass garbage in my house dude like i wasn't gonna do i don't Kimpy agree Mutombo with it i'm just when I, I, no don't play devil's advocate for that statement a joke in bad taste or whatever i feel like babcock's done enough in the public light to he whatever he said about that statement has no credibility now i feel i agree i'm just giving it context but i agree shitty thing shouldn't have said it it makes him it's the, he's still a bad person but give it given the listeners context so they can make up their own minds about a Babcock story that's been out there forever, Bob. You're defending him. Just doing my you're I, going to just coach doing house. My journalistic no, duties. no. Oh, anyway, no. But seriously, listen. Every Mike Babcock is our money maker on Coach House. Okay, we need to keep. His, I mean, we got to uh, keep him coming. <laughs> okay, Bobby. So, what is the best way? to keep our money maker making money for us uh we get him fired now we don't give people the facts and options to go out and decide whether babcock is bad no we need the squeaky wheel to squeak into columbus and jarmo's ear until he gets fired landing him where bobby prime real estate baby his room is still house. open coach house <laughs> 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 he coming in like he coming in like uh 
uh, like Roy Williams, dude, after that win. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but seriously, a lot of the things that we talked about that like, hey, this could really go either way. Maybe Biz is trying to, you know, blow some stuff up, you know, chick spitting chicklets, just talking smack. A lot of this uh, secondary reporting that, again, very clear Biz was like, yeah, what, <laughs> you know, what the uh, coaching staff and the Blue Jackets and Jarmo said was accurate. But what we didn't get context for, context with, is you have Johnny Gaudreau go out there and make a statement. Uh, like, oh, no, dude, it was all on the up and up. He just wanted to see pictures of my family. Well, that's probably what that probably was how Johnny Gaudreau's conversation went, because why, you know, you can't pull a power move on the guy that'll get you canned next week. He makes more money than you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's the leader of this team. They're much closer to sending Babcock out the door than they are Johnny Gaudreau. Uh, so same with Boone Jenner. I mean, these are leaders on the team that it's like, hey, I've, I'm here. It's just like saying, oh, well, uh, the big, you know, the big vice president didn't get bullied around by the, you know, CEO or jerked around by the CEO. Yeah, but the intern did with the intern didn't really have any power or the or the first year associate or whatever. We hear these crazy stories. It's not like we hear, oh, senior vice president taken advantage of by, you know. It's, I mean, sometimes that's the case. Yeah. I'm not saying that that's, but, but what I'm saying is <laughs> the power dynamic is, is very vastly shifted when it comes to a new player hoping to, you know, make it in the league. Somebody said something that is complete speculation, but, uh, but makes a lot of sense. Like the reason that kid didn't get to sit there and have lunch is because Babcock if they, through the conversation or through something of the you know, the pictures he saw, he decided that this kid is not going to play hockey for him anyway. Why would he waste a good bagel on this guy? That's, I say bagel only yeah. because I have to assume that's what Babcock thinks people eat for lunch. Uh, not saying that he doesn't know. I mean, he's like, I don't, I don't have to eat lunch. I inject fluids right into my body and I just sustain myself from this goo. <laughs> uh, but he's like, he's like, Oh, we're going to have you over for a nice everything bagel for lunch, you know? And everybody's like, well, that was weird. He's probably joking. Uh, no, but, but what do you think, Bob? I mean, you really, you know, kind of, kind of leaned this way that, Hey, you know, we are getting true stories everywhere. And that's how you, how you win these little battles, right? Is you send the guy that really only showed pictures of his family and talked and had a real conversation with yeah. the guy. Uh, you send that guy out to the forefront. No, look, we're on the up and up. You see, cause this one guy said it was cool. But it was all one-on-one -on -one meetings, wasn't it? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, how is Johnny Gaudreau yeah. going to bat for every single meeting uh, that he he wasn't a part of? It's either, you know, he's lying or he's really, you know, his credibility. Or might Johnny not Gaudreau be had there. some crazy stuff on his phone, and he's dude. That's what I'm saying. Babcock's like, dude, you will you'll tell him it was cool. You're gonna tell him it was cool. <laughs> He's a, yeah, so that's, that might you know, be I it, think man. we made a joke about Johnny Gaudreau having a picture of him and uh, Putin somewhere. Oh, oh, yeah, that was it. That was it. We did actually make that joke already, dude. We already implicated this guy. This uh, That's why it was crazy when you came to Babcock's defense to give that other side of that story. We just accused Johnny Gaudreau last week of being in Putin's pocket. Probably never even like been in the same country as the guy at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like... Uh, yeah, uh, definitely a lot more context on that story, rounding it more into what we thought, right? I mean, it's definitely more what we assumed that we, we was happening, but we, you know, we're, we're going to yeah. hold judgment. Um, yeah, I mean, very, that cop should not be coaching anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, 100%. This is not, that's not an even, even in question if, if we're not even talking about this incident. Um, uh, but just this, this on top of it, like, you know, we tried the second chance program, you know, it didn't work. It doesn't that we're going to give other people yeah. second chances and stuff, but you know, maybe it's time to call it, call it quits on this experiment. I mean, 
nobody wants to play for him as a general rule, right? Like once you're done playing for Babcock or uh, towards the end of his tenure, it's a nightmare from what people say. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, just I get, just get the to... man back to where he belongs, dude. Coach yeah, I mean, and honestly, the whole point of the coach house is that they, they stay there until the next job. I think it's time that we dim mm. the light on Babcock on the no, memory No, let me hit you with and this. It's time for him right, to Bob, 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 that's like 80% of our revenue stream. Let me hit you with this. <laughs> we make him the house mom. He can't go back out. Ooh. He can't leave, but he's he's there. You know what I'm saying? He's afoot. He's he's causing trouble. He's mixing it up with other, you know, coaches. So, I mean, then where do we put Urban Meyer? If, if he, I mean, because I assumed because Urban Meyer's got the house mom right now. Um, he gets a promotion, dude. He goes up to house manager. He served his time. I okay. mean, he's a uh, you know. Yeah. What I have to assume yeah. is that Urban Meyer is covering stuff up for us in the coach house. That I mean, that's one hundred percent, one hundred percent. He's keeping us from getting sued and making sure Coach House is still hitting top ratings every week, every week, dude. So yeah, hey, yeah. I mean, the cover position was initially safe for Joe Paterno, but you know, obviously Joe Paterno can't do anything. For Honestly, him. I say. We, you know, shoot for the stars, baby. You know what? We, you know what? To this day, we still discuss that whole thing. So, you know, covering it up did make it, ended up making it a way bigger story. Uh, so, obviously, yeah. we're not condoning anything like that in the coach house. But, like, you know, some partying, some illegal drugs, I assume, have to happen. You know, some strippers, prostitutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, the regular illegal stuff. That, like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. But, like, everybody's like, yeah, I get it. You know, I get what you're doing up there. You're not ruining lives. You're just having sex with a prostitute. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, whatever, uh, snorting, <laughs> snorting cocaine or whatever, you know, I'm sure there are people that hate that, but we can agree that there's levels. There's levels. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Braden Shen unveiled as the 24th blues captain. I mean, I, I don't hate it. You I mean, I think, I don't know you what give the that, roster looks like, but. You want to give that another shot there? Unveiled, right? Isn't that what it says? Un unveiled. 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 Because okay. you got a veil on, Potato you potata. know, the veil. No, because otherwise, you know, your wife would have pulled up her veal whenever she was getting married. So it's a veil. I just wanted to. This is not a zebra zebra situation, Bob. This is nobody. So wait, but isn't it like a reveal? The opposite of uh, isn't it the same as reveal? Those are different. Those are different. Those are different words. Unveiling is different than revealing. Please look it up, my friend. I may have, there's an absolute possibility that I spelled unveiled incorrectly, but they are different words. I don't I don't like the I really don't like the way Google just told me, which is unvolved. Unvolved. That just seems like it's a different Unveiled. Unveiled. Not hidden by a veil or other covering bare. Revealed to the public, revealed to public knowledge or scrutiny, made evident or manifest, and so it's a. Uh, well, guess what? You know what? It is the same Tanner thing. Pearson comes off long-term IR, putting the Canucks over the cap. Uh, Pearson traded to Montreal for Casey to Smith and a third rounder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I did throw a little, a few nuggets. Uh, fun little nuggets in there. Uh, first, uh, somebody had the fact wrong originally, but Jim Rutherford has been involved. Originally, it was Jim Rutherford has traded Tanner Pearson three separate times, but it's actually he's been involved with Tanner Pearson trades three separate times. So sending or receiving. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Uh, when you said somebody got the stat wrong, I was like, I mean, you wrote it. So no, you no. Originally, wrong. originally somebody. <laughs> corrected okay, this yeah, yeah, yeah. i originally had that he traded him three times meaning it was from his possession to another team's uh but but it was actually he's been involved with three he really does he can't he can't make up his mind 
he likes him or not, you know, uh, but, but specifically yeah. this was a more of a cap issue. Uh, he's been on long time term IR uh, as the lightning are well aware uh, that long term IR paycheck doesn't really hit your cap. Um, and so as soon as he came off, they were going to be over the cap. So this was pretty inevitable uh, for them to need to get something uh, or risk getting nothing. So, uh, so good move for, uh, for Jim Rutherford. But the only other thing that, uh, that I could find that was a little close and maybe something has been updated since I originally read the thread, it was pretty young. Uh, but, uh, but David Poyle signed Chris Mason on three separate occasions. So, uh, Ooh, okay. that one makes a lot more sense. I mean, not that the trading thing doesn't, it's not like Jim Rutherford's been at the same spot and there's only like three teams he's moved about a little bit. So, uh, but yeah, uh, so that's the only other thing. Maybe I'll find some other fun nuggets next time, but those are the fun nuggets that I have for you today, yeah. Bob. Uh, Kyle, da- uh, Kyle Davis says the Blackhawks won't have a captain this year, or you could say they're going to turn a blind eye to any form of captain this year in honor right. of Jonathan Taze. Right? Yeah, you you did see. I did. You saw that I didn't include the honoring uh, Jonathan Taze aspect. Uh, I think that it. He's just like I just listen. We just want to let it. I think I think the quote was he. We just want to let it rest a year. I'm like yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> you know. What you know. Uh, yeah. Good call, man. Good call. Like keep it. Yeah. That was. That's it. That's what you need to do now. Is just lay low. You're gonna be fine, dude. You're gonna come out of this yeah. unscathed. Don't even worry. You're not even gonna have to compete well, with they have, White Sox. Yeah. You know the White Sox games anymore, bro. Yeah. You're gonna be good to go. Yeah. Well, he has since come out and said that they're doing it out of respect for for Tay. So that's what I said. They're, they're, I mean, they're going right into. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were yeah, saying yeah. they didn't say that. Okay. okay. Well, no, they, that's what they said. <laughs> but the, but I think. But another quote yeah. was, "We're just gonna let it let it sit for a year or something," which is real. The real quote. The quote's always within the quote, right? Like not the <laughs> highlighted quote. Like what are they really saying? Just like uh, just like Blake Martinez. Like I really didn't want people to feel like they were getting scammed. Like all right. <laughs> well i we appreciated that you know like okay thank you so much like well we all don't want people to feel like that but you're getting scammed but uh, just be clear yeah. just be clear uh but um all right yeah so let's move i haven't looked at the rest of there i mean i don't even know i haven't looked at the uh blackhawks roster i don't even know if there's anybody on there that moves we'll do it we're gonna do it in the central we'll do it we're yeah, that'll work in yeah. the central. We'll discuss them. Yeah, let's move into our outside of the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. Something you don't ever like to see. And that is Nick Chubb out for the season with a devastating knee injury. This is his second major knee injury to the same knee. Uh, he did. He had a massive knee injury at Georgia. Now he has one uh, at Cleveland. And you just same hate to knee. see that. Yeah. I mean, fantasy uh, perspectives aside, uh, you never want to see that. And one thing you no. never really want to see is there was a news article that came out and they messed up and they said Nick Chubb uh out for the season uh uh with a mort with a like mortally injured or something like that and i'm just like wait is he dead <laughs> he's not mortally dead injured. right i'm, not, I'm laughing <laughs> because i'm laughing everybody because nick chubb isn't dead <laughs> very much still alive <laughs> yeah also mortally God. injured right. like he wouldn't be injured at that point <laughs> so so well if the injury was mortal like he was mortally injured uh, but that would have called a fatal. Like, hey, uh, hey, the, like the phrase hey. mortal, mortal injured is like, I've never heard. Well, it can be, if the injury was, you know, you're mortally injured, bro. I mean, you can't yeah. wake up dead unless like they you took go to sleep a lot. I just feel like as they just went, went in like a headline thing and just threw, like just picked random words out of a headline Honestly, maker. honestly, like, this is the perfect opportunity for perfect opportunity for us all nick chubb you know god rest his soul nope nick chubb is very much alive <laughs> uh, yeah man it was uh it was devastating i didn't see it happen and so i stupidly go and pull it up uh did not shouldn't have done that don't do it 
don't do it. It's devastating. Um, big props to the NFL though. Um, if it wouldn't have, if it wouldn't have been for fantasy, uh, I barely would have even been able to know that, that this injury happened and was so devastating. We finally, I guess, got away from the rewatching the devastating injury six, seven, you know, eight times throughout a game. Oh, like, dude, like I've seen, it all over, I've seen it all over the place. Well, the during the game i'm not i mean you can't stop reporting oh okay, okay, okay like okay. during the broadcast i mean yeah i like i just said bob i went and looked it up immediately that's what people do they're gonna do it people are gonna get clicks but it's you're forcing the people that just want to watch the football game to then rehash that injury continuously over and over yeah. again his friends and his family are watching this game you know i doubt nick chubb's mom's going out and looking up videos of nick chubb injury you know what i'm saying like uh so that that was that was that was a good thing in my mind uh but yeah man lots of injuries Saquon, i mean she might have when if she saw all the mortally injured headline she might she might have gone, gone back she might have gone back and took <laughs> yeah. a look yeah like why she's like honestly not even mad not even upset he died <laughs> i literally died <laughs> he dead though <laughs> that's wild i just yeah. see he just got his I mean, leg i mean it was it looked some like glass knees if he's dead it was like i mean it looked pretty devastating but like literally just for the leg area though <laughs> you know like his heart looked good you know like head was full yeah like, he's know, not like, a horse yeah he's not a horse they didn't like, have to put him not, down because he like, hurt his leg <laughs> deshaun watson shot him on the sideline he, he, he's like you're not you're not gonna help me buddy <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> Nick Chubb was happy. That was all Deshaun Watson did to him on the sideline. <laughs> He's just like, thank goodness. Yeah. Woo, you got the gun. That's all right, um, buddy. I, yeah, I did see. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, uh, people uh, assaulting people, Kareem Hunt is uh, in Cleveland today. He's back. Uh, looking to get a spot in Cleveland. Yeah. He's like, I'm back, baby. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I know some fantasy owners are going to pick me up and be disappointed. He, that is that is so ridiculous, Bobby. There is no way that he's available in one league that you're on. Everybody got him stashed, bro. I know it for sure. Now I need we're, to see if he's in. We uh, are degenerate. You, know, you know what? Maybe our... We are degenerates with Maybe. running back with running back issues here, Bob. We got, you know, Saquon's out. We got Aaron Jones was just out. Maybe uh, a Ministry of Defense. Ministry of Defense. We're solid, dude. We are ro- we are rolling through. <laughs> I have not I have not seen anybody complain <laughs> once about a season ending injury, honestly. i've i've been thinking bob i've been thinking maybe i'll stop our start whittling down my offensive leagues and like literally just get into the defensive league game man like defensive redrafts defensive keeper league like that's all i care about and then i go to people and they're like oh who do you got in fantasy like yeah that guy that just absolutely smashed your quarterback right there that guy that guy's on my team baby I'm trying to see how, like, I forget on, on sleeper, how to look at the waiver order in places. Like, uh, well, most of them anymore. are it's fab, so but it's going to be, it's just going to be reverse standings. Or if it's a, uh, if it's a moving oh. priority, then you click it. It just depends. Damn. Cause I'm two and O, oh, but I do have him on my, I have him on waivers and we'll see what happens in the morning. I guess. Yeah, we'll have to see. Right. Uh, Bob, right. you you are you're halfway to being incorrect on uh, on your Cleveland call. They're almost at two losses already, and one has come to the Steelers. <laughs> so uh, obviously, injuries you can't predict that. Wait, this wait, is, you know, wait. I said, didn't I say Cincinnati? Cleveland only has. You said Cleveland only has two losses the whole season. They win okay, the division. In my head, and I'm you not, also said Miami head, goes I, undefeated. Okay. You're still okay in that, but long term, I, I don't I know. I said Cincinnati, but I guess I maybe you definitely, I guess I said Cleveland. In my head, I thought I said Cincinnati. Definitely did not. We put Cleveland on there because we were talking Cleveland. You're okay. They're, they're going to be power. Cool. They're going to be powerful. You said, yeah. I mean, you're in now, but you said they're also only going to have two losses. Yeah, I'm in now. I missed the first part of my still, bet, still in there uh, <laughs> as well. My prediction also. Missed the mark. The Rams did not beat the San Francisco 49ers. 
Uh, however, kept it kept it tight, kept it close, looking good, still looking okay for my prediction. I still think that they can win this division. Uh, I am going to need CMC. I don't want him to get hurt. That is not what I'm saying here. Um, I need him to be a great fantasy player that aids the team in losing. Is that, I mean, plenty of people have done it <laughs> all over the, all over the place. So figure it out. Yeah. So let's real quick um, with the power rankings out after we we're done with week two. Uh, what are your thoughts of I'll give you the top four real quick. We have 49ers, okay. the Chiefs, the Eagles, and the Cowboys, and then the Dolphins at five. Do you like that top five? Would you change it? I think I'd have Dallas at three. Their defense is looking strong right now. The Eagles' pass defense has looked bad. Uh, their offense has been more than keeping up with it. Um, a weaker game against the Patriots, uh, a divisional rival. So I definitely understand that aspect of it. I think they're yeah. right, uh, at five, uh, you can make the argument. The bills sitting there at six should be shifted in. Um, but no, I overall looking through this list, this is the NFL.com's list. So I like it uh, for the most part. I do a couple of switches here and there. Um, the Bengals, I think I'd have them swapped with the Browns right now uh, at 12 and 13. I think they need to be flipped, uh, even with the tough news on on Nick Chubb. You know, you can't replace him, obviously. Um, the The pass offense is going to have to get better for the Saints. They're sitting at 10. I like Jacksonville at 9. Detroit at eight, that's all right. Uh, I don't know, though. I think I'd maybe have Detroit up above uh, Baltimore at seven. Uh, Detroit has looked yeah. <clears throat> has looked good. Um, yeah, nothing nothing crazy outlandish. The, the Jets at 11 uh, is a joke, though. Uh, let's be honest. That everybody, I think they're 15 after this last game. Um, the bill it took the bills having a what do you think horrendous about the commanders game. there at 19 um i feel like, look, i feel like that's too right. low no they yeah, didn't maybe look i'm being good. biased they yes you are cuz arizona put it to them pretty early and i mean they're not getting dotson involved at all uh brian robinson got them kept them in the game what I, what I meant by too low was the numbers too oh, low i don't think they should be that you high. should be low so i think that they're um, worse than what they are no falling behind i think i'd put them, them at like i think i'd put them at like i'd put them behind tampa i think i would flip-flop them in tampa or move tennessee yeah, I to I 21 go, I, I, I think tampa is a more is a stronger team than the titans yes. and the commanders right now agreed yeah. Um. And even going I up think the list, Tampa should be a solid I think, fifteen. I think Tampa is. Yeah. Yes. I think. I think sixteen, seventeen, eighteen is not wrong to say for Tampa. They are looking strong. They could absolutely implode at any moment, but uh, but they haven't. Yeah. And they have monster weapons. They have monster receivers. Uh, don't hate that call at all. Could see Minnesota. I mean, they're sitting at twenty-two. It's been a tough, tough couple draws for them. Uh, the Rams at 24, I don't like either. I think that they show that they're better than the Broncos. Uh, and really, realistically, yes. they, uh, they've shown they're better than the, the Manders as well. Um, I think that, and I think better than Tampa too. So, I, yeah, I'm not so sure how sold I am on the back half of this list. Uh, they have Arizona at 32. Houston at 31, Colts at 30, and the Bears at 29. Let me hit you with this. They have this wrong. No, Arizona is more competent than I thought they would be. Shift all those teams up one. I think the Bears are the last-ranked team to me. They have looked Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, man. that really. Yeah. I really thought. I really thought Justin Fields was just gonna have a an explosive year. Well, I if they the Bears st- were gonna come out swinging, but oof. 
absolutely still could. Uh, you know, it took him till week six to realize, oh, this guy's good at running. We should design run. Somebody ran into the, he woke up one night and he ran, he just ran straight to, he didn't even get in his car. He just ran to the facility. Coach, coach, I just thought of this. Why don't we, why don't we do a thing where we draw the play and it's Justin Fields and he's running it. And the guy was like, oh my gosh, yeah, yes. And they'd started doing six of those a game and went, uh, and went on a six-game win streak and looked fairly competent. The reason that we thought they were going to be able to kind of follow that up this year with better weapons and a, you know, an additional year of a quarterback. And they didn't do that. They're two, back to two designed runs a game. If you're losing this bad, why are you not trying everything? DJ Moore, early on in the game, we talked about how, wow, what a wasted effort from DJ Moore. Can't believe they went and got him. Got him like 100 yards in the first quarter and a touchdown, and you're like, okay, figured it out, figured it out. And then they were like, all right, so that did work. Put that on the list. Put that on the list of things that worked. Let's try the other things. You know, like, it's, it was just it was just mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing how gross watching this team play football is. You know, like, I expected it to, hey, I never yeah. expected them to be great, but I expected it to at least be fun, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say, looking at the top teams, I do think that Miami, I think it should go. I think I, I like San Francisco at one. I agree with that. Yeah. I think they should flip-flop the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Nah, move not to Miami me. to two, move the Chiefs to five. Chris, I, I hear you. But I'm high on the Dolphins this year. Yeah, I mean, you know, honestly, keep them an underdogs for you, Bob. You don't want them to get too much hype. The 72 Dolphins will be pissed, okay? So you just keep them low-key. <laughs> You're on your way. Oh, I want You're all the hype. Two down, 15 to go. 15 to go, Bob. You no. got it, baby. You got it. Who they got this week? Statistically, they're on they're on the right path. Who's your fins got this week, bro? <laughs> uh, I'd have to I'd have to uh look it up and see. I have no I idea got right you. now. I got you. I got you. You move us in. I'm gonna go find out who your fins are playing, bro. Yep. Uh I will in a second. My computer uh has decided to up oh, there we go. Maybe oh, there we go. Uh, all right, so main topic of the day, Atlantic Division Review Part Dose. Starting out with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, last season, 42, 33, and 7 with 91 points. Finished fifth in the Atlantic Division under uh, the head coaching of Don Granato, um, which I guess that means he's the head of the Granato family. Uh, I mean, that's... <laughs> One would say, well, unless his wife is. I mean, this is why, I mean, hey, we're in, this is 2023, yeah. buddy. We're not, I'm not here to just say. Yeah. Well, then she would be the Don, asshole. not him. That's true. Well, no, maybe he's just yeah. Donald. I, <laughs> he's Donald. She's, yeah. I wasn't, she's yeah, the Don. Just, just everyone out there, I wasn't saying he's a man, Dude. he's the head of the household. I was oh, making no. a joke off his first name. People. Oh, absolutely. I don't, I, I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> I was adding to the joke, everybody. He was not. Yeah. He, hey, he loves women, <laughs> loves them, thinks they should do anything. Yeah, I don't uh, know what he never told me. He never quite <laughs> mentioned it. It's, it's, it's now that we're thinking on it, uh, he's kind of just gotten away with me thinking that he thinks women can do things. He never actually said it, everybody. So keep that in mind. All right, their preseason odds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, their Stanley Cup preseason odds are currently at plus ten thousand. Uh, so again, that's just one of the. I feel like they're just throwing numbers out. Um, their points leader. Last season was Tage Thompson. Goals leader, Tage Thompson. Assist leader is Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, I mean, I don't I see them missing the playoffs again. I'm not I'm not super high on them. I think they're De just kind of floating in that spot. Uh I, I think agreed. Uh I do think that we see another big year from Tage Thompson, though. Um uh, I think he's yes. gonna absolutely dominate. Everybody's going to be pissed yeah. off. Fantasy he's wise, wasting like away. Uh, he's going to be pissed off. He's wasting away in Buffalo. He'll get traded. Uh, I mean, we've seen this story before, right, Bob? Uh, this is not uh, not new. Yeah. Um, luckily, 
you know, I usually have the the longer portion. You just kind of say what happened last year, and I kind of go in and and do all the ads and the and the and the departures. Uh, not a whole lot of that today, Bob. Uh, they're not attempting to uh, rehaul this roster, which is interesting. Which kind of speaks to our point of more of the same. Uh, notable offseason moves: signing Eric Johnson, which is great. You know, for you know us fantasy folks that know. It's going to be good for a few hits uh, late in the week when you need to need to <laughs> sure up some of those categories. Uh, sign Connor Clifton, and uh, key departures are Craig Anderson. So that was it. That's really all of the roster changes. Um, so what we thought last year, the same ish. Uh, I do. I, I should mention uh, Owen Power from the draft as well. Uh, a, a notable addition, okay. but not. Definitely not the saving grace for not making a lot of off-season moves for sure. Um, tough division. It's yeah, I yeah, I think yeah, I, I don't. They missed by one point last year. I think that is. I think they start really strong, and it's in that realm. I think they are in it in the last week to two weeks of games i agree all right the ottawa senators last season 39 35 and 8 with 86 points finished sixth in in the division under head coach dj smith uh stanley cup odds currently at plus five thousand. their points leader tim stutzel goal leader tim stutzel and the assist leader you guessed it tim stutzel uh, Brady to Chuck was second in all of those and same with Claude Giroux. In fact, it looks like, nope. Okay. No, Alex to uh, he has had, yeah. was fourth in all, but the assists. Yeah. Definitely disappointing. One point short of being the top one. Definitely a disappointing season there for the We, I think we both expected a little more, um, Still not a playoff team. They did make some moves. Uh, Eunice Corposalo uh, signed him. I think that that is a good move. Good move for them. Uh, Vlad, Vladimir Tarasenko definitely can add, um, you know, some some depth and and some veteran presence and some scoring. Uh, not the, not sure what Vlad what what Tarasenko we're gonna see uh, in my mind. So. Uh, a good signing, nonetheless. <laughs> Acquired Dominic Kubalik uh, as well. Uh, as you noted, uh, you talked about Alex Dabrinkit, but he has departed. He got traded uh, to uh, to another team we're about to talk. And um, which is so funny, man, how often teams trade within their division. Because it doesn't matter in hockey like it does in like football and stuff like that. It is just odd yeah. to me. Um and then uh, Cam Talbot uh, as well is uh, is a notable departure. But again, signing Corpusalo, I think that's a better better have for sure. Um, uh, I yeah, I don't don't expect much from this team. Uh, I was I was I think Great. I was expecting a little more when uh, when Debrinket kind of came into town and why did he choose to go there type of deal. Uh, you know maybe he knows something we don't know, but. They they did they did finish strong last year, so uh, with a ninety four point pace. But uh, in this league, you have to do it all year, or it doesn't matter. You know, it really doesn't doesn't matter if you what you did over your final sixty two games. Uh, those first twenty can make or break you. So uh, hopefully they'll start strong and be uh, in a spot. Uh, you know, for their sake. Yeah, I agree. Let's see. Up next, we've got the Detroit Red Wings, uh, 35, 37, and 10 last season at 80 points, finished seventh in the division under Derek Lalonde, uh, plus 5,000 preseason odds. Their point leader was Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin, their assist leader, Dylan Larkin, and their goal leader, Dylan Larkin. Um, no, I mean, outside of him, not much is going on as far as, like, playmakers. Um, I mean, there's not a lot of, I'm not seeing a lot of upside. I would like to see more out of Tyler Bertuzzi. Um, he's not but, there anymore. You know, he, 
Oh, that's right. He's not there anymore. Uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that's why I was so, looking at the stats. So like, I'm going to tell you, really Bobby, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead. I'm going to spoil it for you. You're not going to see yeah. anything from Bertuzzi. It's yeah. almost like he's not even going to be there. <laughs> um, no, I mean, we'll, I, we'll see some I, some stuff from him in Detroit, but it won't be on a consistent basis. Maybe t- four times in a, in, a, in a season. I disagree. I'm going to actually say that this is my surprise team uh, that is either battling for that third spot or or shoring up a wild card spot. Some questionable moves for okay. sure. Um, Signed Justin Hall, signed Gosses, Shane Gosses Bear, Shane James Reimer, signed Daniel Sprong, signed JT Comfer, signed Christian Fisher, acquired and signed Clem Coston, uh, and then uh, obviously acquired Debrinket. Uh, the key departures being Kubalik, Alex Nedeljkovic, and P.S. Suter. Um, I'm not okay. sure what is their, I'm not sure their current goalie situation on uh, the I think ended up not being their main, uh, main goalie for the most part of my, uh, uh let's see. They've will. got Avil Husso, John Letherman, Husso. James Reimer. Yeah. So I believe Husso. it's, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking I just, I just feel this is a team that has been young. It's kind of waiting in the wings. Um, a strong, strong set of three, uh, three defensive pairings. Larkin, you know, got that contract. Debrinket, maybe he comes in, he has a better fit here. JT Confer is kind of that do-it-all guy, that that guy that can get a few things done. My worry for my prediction most certainly is going to be goaltending. I mean, isn't it always yes. if you're not if you're outside of four or five goalies in the league? Um, so I'm not I'm not making excuses for my prediction. I'm saying that's the area of the prediction of which I would not be surprised if I was burned. Uh, hey, that's the that's the business of making predictions, Bobby. Sometimes you just gotta embarrass yourself. You know, you just gotta yeah. you just gotta put yourself out there and say, hey, I think Detroit is going to be third in the Atlantic on 919 21 days before the season starts and if they start terribly nobody's ever going to remember this. <laughs> That's bold moves, buddy. Uh, right, That's bold the, moves. Uh the Montreal Le Habitants uh last season 31 45 and 6 at 68 points eighth in the division under head coach Martin St. Louis uh and captain by Nick Suzuki plus 15,000 odds. Uh, let, let's see. Last year's points leader, Nick Suzuki, assist leader, Nick Suzuki and goal leader, Nick Suzuki, uh, with Cole Caulfield actually tied for goals. Um, so and Cole, Colefield was third in points at 36. Uh, so obviously Nick Suzuki is really heading that team off. Um, got the bag too. So got the bag. We'll say is that, yeah, is that Carey Price more than likely will not be playing this season at all. Due to his knee injury, right? Yeah that that was that was expected. Uh, not expecting a lot. Probably eighth again in the Atlantic. Uh, they did acquire yeah. uh, and sign Alex Newhook. Acquired Jeff Petrie. I think he's gone though. I think he was in and out uh, as well. Acquired Casey DeSmith again. In and out. He is. Uh, he. We already told you about the trade. Um. Uh, so key departure would be Casey DeSmith. <laughs> uh, key addition <laughs> would be. Um. Wow, uh, it's like I didn't even talk about this. Tanner Pearson, duh. Um, uh, can, some key departures though: Jonathan Druin, Dennis uh, Green, Gurianov, Joel Edmondson, and Mike Hoffman. Um. Okay. They were. Yes. No. Jeff Petrie is they. That is where they landed. Uh, Jeff Petrie did land with the Canadians again. And then he, I think he went somewhere else, but uh, Sam Montembaum, Bolt, and Jake Allen will be in the net. Uh, DeSmith was there. He's obviously gone again. Uh, I think he was probably, yeah, he was probably the odd man out anyway. Um, nothing super notable about this team i think they're wanting to be bad i think they're gonna be bad uh 
but we will see. Uh, this is a scrappy team. Uh, it's it's like they keep being they keep they they keep making people scared. They're a little scrappy and like and so like the ownership keeps sending people out. They're like, no, <laughs> no, we'll trade for them to help us get rid of something so we can then get rid of this. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, we'll have to see what their what their game plan is. Uh, the predictions that that this site has. I'm going to give you the predictions, points, and everything. Uh, you tell me thought process where you at. Uh, they have Maple Leafs 107, uh, 107 points. The Lightning at 99 points. The Sabers at 96 points. The Bruins at 94 points, being the wild card two. Senators at 91 points. Panthers at 90. Red Wings at 85. Ooh. Canadians at 74. Um, obviously, I've disagreed a little bit. I do think that the yeah. Red Wings are going to be a little higher up there. I think they're going to be surprising. There always is a team. It's not going to land just like this. Um, would not be surprised if they are right on the Sabres. A lot of the things that we ended up kind of talking up um, led to maybe they be good. So I wouldn't be surprised of that. Um, the only thing I think I do, I think, you know, kind of kind of looking back, I think that, you know, wild card two, 90, 94 points for the, the Bruins is about right, uh, that area. Um, overall, a strong division uh, across the board. It really is anybody's game at this point in my mind. Uh, not anybody's, but yeah. uh, but most people. Well, <laughs> have a realistic shot. Have a realistic shot of being but realistically. Te- technically, anybody's. But I mean, I would say I would not be surprised if six of these teams are shuffling uh, pretty early in the season for yeah. for for their positioning. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move into joke of the week. The weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. <laughs> All right, this one comes right out of our own backyard, right in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. So. I want to preface this by saying five days ago, the headline was... Five days ago, everyone. Five days ago. E. coli, e. coli found in Murfreesboro drinking water test. Then four days ago, we've got false positive E. coli scared Murfreesboro water sample. <laughs> now, I would also like to say this test was taken a month ago. <laughs> so that's how long it takes for this. <laughs> like, so they were like, no! <laughs> They're like, dude, how do we go back a month? Like, honestly, after after a month, you're not seeing anything. Do you even tell anybody at that point? Like, well, you what look- I'm saying is, the test was taken a month ago. That's they what I'm let saying. Know of the E. coli five days ago. No, like, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Like that's it's the test like- takes so oh, long okay. to come back, dude. Y'all have been if they're right. If it's like one of those things, like, oh, if they're right, then. Everybody has been drinking a coli for a month. And then at that point, yeah. Bob, what's the point of blowing this whistle up? You got it all, you know, I mean, we got to tell at some point, but like, we don't have to go into a full blown plant panic. It's been 25 days and we've got no bad reports at this point. I'm, I'm just being a devil's advocate here. Maybe we should hold up yeah. before we tell everybody. Somebody's like, no, send the email now. And that was funny. That was an email. You know, like, hey, get get the email out. <laughs> uh, wrote it some on a typewriter. People who didn't have emails, <laughs> dude. Dude, in like four days, some people are gonna be scared as shit until five days, and then they're yeah. gonna be good, <laughs> and then they're gonna be good <laughs> next day when the when the, the mail comes out, and they're like, oh. Oh man, that is funny. Yeah, dude. Th- this is just like. Uh, I mean, because I like and the so, crazy thing is like being here. I saw it. Like I and my, you like, saw my the E. coli, got, uh, the email. My sister, you yeah, were like, oh, it. Yeah. that's uh, it. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
But yeah, like my my mom, she went out and bought a bunch of gallons of water. My sister in law, you know, she she's pregnant, so she was like freaking out. So she got a bunch of water. Then they're like, ooh, nope. It almost makes you think that Murfreesboro, like public works, got a payoff from like big water. Big water, dude. Which you said, like, oh, that's like a funny big water. No, big water's for real, bro. Nestle, I would oh, not yeah, be uh, yeah. surprised if they uh, had yeah. an agent, uh, a- agent there. Yeah, that's pretty. Any e. coli agent, yeah. That's pretty funny. I'm just, I'm like, ha, you know. And the thing is, people ah, people were like, wait a, a second, you got it wrong in the first time. How do we know the like you saying it's a false positive isn't also wrong? Right. Obviously, and like your testing screwed again, up. it takes it. It takes it like a month. Obviously, you it's done. It's taken you this long yeah. to get the results back. Why did somebody take yeah. the second but, sample so quick, so closely? There's so yeah. many unanswered questions that I have about yeah. testing. Drinking but also, water. they don't know what the term false positive is because they said it's a false positive. They tested a bad source that was contaminated. No, 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 no. <laughs> then that's not a false positive. That's you do a real know positive no. from a from a wrong source. <laughs> you you had you did it no that was no we want that to happen we don't want to everybody's like get rid of the testing kits like nope nope (laughs) testing kits are what i more want to know bob is that you said no we tested a contaminated source i'm sorry what (laughs) i'm sorry excuse excuse me (laughs) why does the water department you know like labs and like cdc and like you know secure medical facility sure we gotta have this stuff so we can test it we can know but i don't think gary at the water department should have access you know just have like to the point where there's a mix-up and gary but also where's gary so, he just reached in and grabbed the grabbed the <laughs> contaminated sample he's like all right he send it off. It. it's a swab from his mouth <laughs> <laughs> runs his hand in there so the way it works is so the way it works is, is this the way that they told you how it works, Bob? Well, this, yeah, they, this is the way that they, they, they explain how it. it works. Okay, is that they go to they they is they go to houses. They they don't go to like they go to like people's houses like on a list both upstream and downstream of the source of the of like where they pump the water in. Uh, okay. and they they're supposed to go into the kitchen or somewhere within the house that comes out of a faucet. What yeah. they did though, I guess because they were being lazy, is they used outdoor spigots like where you connect a hose pipe and they oh. said that what happens is spiders get in there and stuff and then the spiders can contaminate it and it's like contaminate yeah, it. i mean but, whatever but again contaminate it with e coli is that known like we we're aware that's what they're saying we're aware that e coli i do i like drink i like drink out of the hose like not like a yeah. lot but like enough the where like hey throw yeah. a warning like, shot yeah like I, to a guy yeah i give yeah like football, football teams all across the country are giving the boys just water de- out of hoses. Just dead. Just a coli. Like, just a coli is rampant. We don't even know. We're immune to it. If you've ever drink yeah. drank from a hose, you're actually good when the E. coli outbreak. That's when you run out and you buy the lettuce and you buy all that stuff for cheap. Like, oh, I'm throwing it away. Yeah. Don't worry. No, I'm immune. Apparently, I drank from a hose when I was a kid, and now. I, I didn't become Spider-Man, but apparently spiders did give me powers to absorb E. coli. So I'm good. I'm good to go. Yeah. That's a good one, man. Sorry about yeah, the scare. Uh, I almost said I I, yeah, <laughs> I almost said something because I, I almost I this whole time we're talking about E. coli. And in my head, I thought we were talking about West Nile virus. So I'm like, man, we're immune to West Nile virus. No, we're definitely not. That's nope. definitely much worse. No, nope. Bobby's like, Bobby's like, <laughs> Bobby's like, bite me, mosquitoes. It's me. You know, you have no power here. Bobby's like, yep, got West Nile. <laughs> but, but Bobby, remember what I've told you before. The thing is, West Nile, generally, no symptoms. You very well could have West Nile, dude, is the thing. We we wouldn't. If you're listening to this, you probably you you definitely could have West Nile. Right? There is a 100% chance that there is a 100% possibility that you could be exposed to West Nile at some point. You 100% have it. 100%. So take that as as you will. If the Murfreesboro Water Department can get away with being like, dude, everybody's drinking water (laughs) as a coli. I can just make up facts as well. Like, 
You know, like it seems like it's pretty crucial to uh, to follow the rules on the drinking water testing thing. Like y'all have just been getting away with it this long. And like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? There's so many questions that I have. Like, how long has this guy been on the force? Also, do water departments call themselves the force? Uh, you know, I'm just uh, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. How long you been on the force? Well, since the E. coli outbreak. Oh, I didn't know. Didn't know you were a police officer. It's like, uh, what? This is a public, hey, buddy. This is a, this is a water department bar. You need to get out. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, now is this now? the same as a firefighter bar? No, we work no. with them. No, no. <laughs> what? But now, I mean, we know it's Murfreesboro. We don't have to question where it is. What's their bar? What's the water department bar, Bobby? Ooh, I mean, I mean, I'm thinking MJ's. Oh, okay. I, okay, let me hit you with this though. There is less than a. There's less than a zero percent chance that they go to anywhere where you can't smoke inside. We've narrowed it down to like three places in Murfreesboro, and yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, I think they're dirty, dirty gyms boys. With a Ooh, with I, a soft handlebar yeah. vibe, dude. They may have yeah. been delegated well, to well, handlebar. Since, well, since well, handlebar doesn't exist anymore, so now it's, it would just be uh, what did you so say? Now I guess it's the thirty gyms. So the uh, unfortunately the the owner of gyms passed away, and his motorcycle club bought it, and now it's just a clubhouse for the motorcycle club. And, uh, so it's, so longer, it's like not, an open restaurant to the public. So it's not. I mean, so it's not just like open to the public. Obviously. No, I could go and hang out, dude. No, qu- no question, no question. I could be friends. Yeah, hundred percent. You could. Yes, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. but so, but so the real truth comes out. They were handlebar guys. They're disgruntled. They're like, I'm gonna cause a fake panic over E. coli, dude. Or is the public works department the motorcycle club? Ooh, what would what would they gain for that? I mean, I don't know, some sort of organized crime stuff. Who knows? That's I mean, true. Well, but I mean, you I got mean, access to, but you don't do a false positive of E. coli as your big, get, big deal, unless that's what they wanted the news cycle to be on. What are yeah. they hiding? What are the public works yes. water department people They're that hang di- out at the motorcycle yes. club they, hiding? Listen, they are distracting the public with this while they steal a, a truckload of VHS water. and DVD Blu ray players. It, yeah, it's, this the, is it, it is exactly the, the skit. Fast the, and the Furious the, the, one the, block. The plot of Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my They're god. They're gonna make like three hundred dollars off that load. That's sick, dude. Yeah, that's such a good idea. They're taking it down to uh, they're taking it down to like the buy sell trade, like a CD warehouse or something. I don't know yeah. where. <laughs> There's no McKay's in Murfreesboro. That's the only place I know. Like a Great Escape. I guess y'all probably have a Great yeah. Escape. Yeah, I saw a uh, a meme. It was like a picture of like the 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 hall from Fast Furious One. It's like at, it, it, they were like at this time, this was worth like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and it's like now. I think they estimated of what it would be worth now, and they said it. And for some of these things, it would cost more to get rid of it than it, than you could actually sell it for. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Like yeah, teardowns, bro. And yeah, I would never move if I lived in Fast and Furious One house. I would just call it that too. I'd just be like, oh, come over yeah. to my house. It's Fast and Furious One house. <laughs> uh but all right let's uh let's move into what's snapping your stick bobby and brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks All right, so obviously enjoyed another perfect weekend of seven hours of uh, commercial-free football. However, YouTube TV has a little bit of an issue with if you, for whatever reason, hit the remote and you get like stuck up or you hit rewind or something, you there's no easy thing just be like go live. You have to exit out, shut down, come back, and reload Red Zone to get caught up live. I'm definitely sure. It's just sure. very not user friendly. Uh, you you can at least uh, at le- and no, I will say at least. Bar, on let me the, tell you. The, I'm gonna just clear this up for you. On the Apple you go, TV of my mom's. You go in this little bar in the little bar, and then 
fast forward it when you're on the bar. It'll push it forward to the fly. Well, I was doing that, but and I think it's also I think I think it's also the Apple TV. My mom has an original ah, version Apple TV, ah, Apple TV one, and it's, so it's that not was great. that was like made in like two thousand, dude. Yeah, <laughs> your mom, your your mom. I have I don't know what your mom is doing. I know she's gonna listen to this, Paula. Today it's nine nineteen. I want you to ask yourself how much money you spent on some dumb shit today. And ask why you can't spend $45 and get a new Apple TV. I'll wait. You text me. When you hear this, you text me the, the answer to that. But mostly I want the answer of like, I'll bet you money you spent like $45 on like a wine that you're like, oh, I don't even really like this wine, but it's on sale or something. I'm calling it, Paula. You've spent more today than it would cost you to get a new Apple TV to save my boy Bob here, bro. Because I also am having some issues myself with my NFL Plus uh, app. It works fine. Every once in a while, if I don't press a button, every one, I mean, and I'm watching seven hours of uninterrupted football, I ain't touching that remote. You could put that bad boy in a glass case and I wouldn't need it. Okay. Uh, and so, but it'll randomly pop out of the app. And so very similar to your problem. I'm, I mean, I've got probably, you know, seven hours and 52 minutes of uninterrupted commercial free football. But I mean, that ain't Bob. Come on, Bob. That ain't eight. That ain't seven. I mean, it's six hours and 52 minutes. That ain't seven no. hours. That ain't seven yeah. hours at all. Okay? I was going to say, if you got seven hours and 52 minutes, I need to figure out what you're doing. I, well, I you're just getting lied. an extra hour. <laughs> I did get a shout out this week on yeah. my uh, fantasy live stream podcast. So, or not a shout out. It wasn't a shout, a shout out. out. I, it wasn't a shout out. They just answered my question. Uh, it was not helpful. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you got a shout out from Scott Hanson. I was about to be like, what? No, no, no. Just my fantasy live stream. <laughs> uh, but all right. Uh, guys, that about wraps it up. By the way, I did want to say, I looked at it real quick. My mom's Apple, uh, I don't know what the current iOS version is on. Her Apple TV uses iOS 13. I don't know. And that is, I think you guys are like on 20 now or 18 or something like that. So, yeah, really goes to just how old that thing is. But, all right, guys, it's been a great time. Thanks for joining us another week. Uh, we'll see you guys all again next week where we are talking about the Central Division. Until then, be kind to one another. See ya. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.